0: petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Joff Lacey, and I'm Claire Venice. We're doing a bit of training, but Joff not of the athletic kind. In this week's Peapod, Peapod. if you love Petersfield, I
1: love the square, the
0: hangers, the
2: open-air swimming pool,
0: lots of fun shops. Then the Peapod loves you.
2: It's just a nice town.
0: Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod with Claire Venice and Joff Lacey. Thank you for joining us in the Peapod. This week we're at Shine Radio's training day where we'll find out more about our local radio station and what goes on behind the scenes.
3: We'll meet with some of the key people at Petersfield's
0: only radio station and find out what future plans lie in store. We'll also meet some of the volunteers and find out what inspired them to join our town's growing station.
3: And John Walker is back from his holidays with your local news and Susie's Wild Walk
0: comes from Wales. We end this week's Peapod with music from Berriton-based country rock singer-songwriter Paul Dupe and his track, Looking Back.
4: The P stands for Petersfield. It's a lovely area, lovely people, lovely atmosphere. The Peapod.
3: pod Hello, Claire. How
0: are you? Hi, Geoff. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Not too bad. What's it like being in front of a live audience again? We have. We have a live audience. Hi, everyone. Yeah! been a while. Since it's been we've a while, a so audience. it was
3: actually October 2020 Two Yeah, well that done. we were in. A, our 50th show was at TPS, which went very well, I hope.
0: We had a small, we had a small gathering for our yes. 100th, didn't we, about we did. a year ago. Yes.
3: And now we're at, we're at the training day for Shine Radio, Development Day.
0: And uh, yes, we've got
3: a large crowd here.
0: We do. We have some familiar faces and we have some new faces, which is brilliant to see. It's great to see you guys. So, Claire. What have you learned so far? Well, we've had a really interesting morning um, talking to Paul Chandler, who we'll speak to you later in the Peapod, uh, talking about media law and compliance. It's always interesting having Paul come to talk to us. We have to do this every year so that we're careful about what we say uh, and aware of what we can't say on radio. Uh, we've learned about the radio and how it's growing, and we'll hear more from Stephen Martin as well later in the Peapod. You, Joff, have you learned anything new? You want a book. I want a
3: book, yes. Paul, uh, Paul's written a book. And he ran a competition. And I got the first question
0: right. Well done. It was
3: not a fix. Thank you very much over there. But yes, and, and I, got it, I got him to sign it. Well done. So Claire, how's your week been?
0: Busy, busy um, and full of cold. Like I think mm. most people who have children, there's a cold going around schools and colleges and uh, my girls very kindly passed it on. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah, so, I'd like uh, to share. Uh, well, I hope I
3: haven't. But uh, you know, last week I did say that I thought I um, had a bit of a... I had a sore throat, brought on... I thought, from a bit of acting, being Mr Bumble, it's not that.
0: Oh, what is it?
3: It's caused quite a stir in the house, a bit of a cold. I'm snoring. Badly. <laughs> it's got to the stage where I've actually been relegated, because we've only got a three-bedroom house, I've been relegated to the living room on an airbed.
0: Oh, does that help with the snoring? No,
3: <laughs> and it didn't, I didn't pump it up first time very well, and it went down, and I've slept funny... I've had a pain for a week under my chest and my shoulder. Oh, Joff. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry to hear that.
3: So um, I've looked up what causes snoring and how you can stop snoring. What do you think the top three
0: are? Maybe if you position yourself better in bed. Yep, put your lying head up on, on, lying together, on your side, yep, help, lying yeah, lying on your
3: side. Anything else?
0: Um, inhaling something, no. you know, before you go to bed, warm.
3: They've suggested losing weight, <laughs> okay. which I think is harsh. <laughs> Cutting back on the alcohol which is hard, and um, take these nasal strips or um, other devices. So I have bought, I went to, went to a local pharmacist, didn't say I was an actor again this time, and um, it's actually a throat sp- spray you put on before you go to bed. Has it helped. worked? No. So are you, know, you appealing for help? I'm appealing for help. So if anyone who's um, listening to the show and is... Uh, setting up a new health well-being fitness course and want to use me as a guinea pig please do get in touch because i probably do need to look at my whole lifestyle to a certain extent noni you've got your your hands raised now i'm sure somebody in this room
5: knows more about it than me but isn't there a a company in petersfield that actually produced a device earlier this year specifically for snoring i don't know who reported it but there is there is a company on the Petersfield Trading Estate. And I cannot, I can't recall, but they've actually produced a device that is commercially
3: available. Okay, so if they're listening and would like a local Guinea person, pig. Guinea pig. Didn't guinea like, pig. Like that word. Like yeah. that word guinea pig. Uh, to test this product, please do get in touch. So, as, as you know, we love to hear from you. So if you have a story you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hi, please do call or WhatsApp us on 01730... 555 500 or send an email to team at shineradio.uk.
0: coming up we talk to one of shine radio's founders Stephen martin but first let's find out what's been going on in the petersphere from the petersfield posts john walker
6: hello john welcome back how are you very well thank you i've uh, just as you know I had a two-week holiday in lanzarote which was fantastic lots of sun sea and paella walking and swimming and all sorts of fantastic and you missed the big news that's happened in the country whilst you're away. What's happened?
3: (laughs) So, John, before we go any further, I just want to thank you for the image you've given me before we started talking today. You told me that whilst you were away, you found a secluded spot, a rock pool to sit in, but you didn't have your uh, swimming stuff. So you sat there naked as the day you were born. Tell me more.
6: Well, yeah, OK, fair enough. (laughs) I told you that in conference, What a person you've turned out to be. What a friend.
3: John, us journalists need to find the right stories. The news never sleeps.
6: Oh, that was hurtful, (laughs) John. That was hurtful. Oh, yeah. And where we were staying was right on the um, coast of Lanzarote. And about three miles away, on a headland, there was a lighthouse with with a walk to the lighthouse. So we thought we'd do that one morning. We'd set out. And it was lovely. I mean, the sea down there is fantastic, full of fish, and it was great. Lovely weather, hot as you like. Anyway, we got to the lighthouse, and it was as hot as you like. We got there about one half one, and you could climb down from the lighthouse onto the rocks to the sea. And uh, we climbed down, and we we're sitting there in the sun, and uh, it was hot. I can't tell you how hot it was, Joff. It was. I mean, I'm. Uh, It was hot. I thought, I'm going to go for a dip. But I only had my shorts and pants on, and I didn't want to get my pants wet, because obviously you get a bit of chafing, wouldn't you? (laughs) So I looked around, and I thought, uh, all the Spaniards will be siestering about now, or lunching or something, whatever they do. I'm going to go for a dip in the buff. And right by us, there was a a very tempting rock pool. So uh, I stripped down to my birthday suit, sat in the pool looking out over the sea. It was like infinity pool, Geoff. If I'd had a, a bottle of champagne, I could have been a millionaire. You know what I mean? The sea was crashing up yards away. I was sitting there in the sun so, as uh, naked as the day I was born. And it was fantastic. Until I actually turned around to look back and at the top of the rocks was a whole load of Spaniards leaning on a wall looking down at me and laughing. Wow. <laughs> wow.
3: I think that's all I can say. So, John, you've been back in the country a few days. What's the top story that you've returned to?
6: Well, it's a few things. Uh, I mean, obviously, the, the bin saga continues to an extent. EHDC are um, trying to pick up that one and make it work. They seem to be getting ahead of things. They tell me that they've now got enough bin, drive, bin lorry drivers and loaders. So, hopefully, and sometime soon, it should all get back to normal. On that one, um, obviously, there's been the uh, debate over who was responsible for the proclamation of the king. I do believe actually that Petersville was probably the last town in the UK to to make it official. Uh, I don't know whether they were holding out for some sort of bonus from Buck House. Yeah, so it's and there's changes afoot. The uh, HSBC people were cleaning out the bank in the square over the weekend so that's now fully empty everything's gone and we have to wonder what's going to happen to that building uh the post office looks as though it's moving around the corner into chapel street again we have to wonder what's going to happen to that building did i hear you say expensive flats Geoff? no oh okay well <laughs> somebody did somewhere i'm sure or perhaps it's just me stirring <laughs> the pot i don't know but um yeah so it's all in a state of flux, the town at the moment. Oh, that's a good word. Good word. Good word. I love flux. <laughs> um, and seaweed. Just going back to what we were saying earlier, I love seaweed because that saved my blushes. the <laughs> Seaweed, big clump of seaweed. Well, it wasn't that big, but it was a clump anyway. Seaweed. Yeah, so I think on the positive side, Waterstones is moving across Rams Walk into a section of m co So that's, that's good. There's a couple of new shops opening down the bottom end of the high street the former, was it TSB? Former TSB. Obviously, your old stomping ground, I believe, Geoff. yes. was, um, yes. Oh, I was, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, oh, you're a banker, aren't you? The bonuses have all been kicked into town. The cap has taken off the bonuses. No wonder you're smiling. <laughs> Wrong type of banking, John. Um, my bonuses are negligible. Really? Okay, moving <laughs> on. But, uh, what was the TSB? Apparently, it's going to be a hairdresser or a hair salon and the one on the corner uh, that was the estate agents is going to be a ladies outfitters or boutique and uh, the people from Duet are moving across the road into that and renaming themselves so that that's three positives so yeah I think there's, there's going to be interesting times yet again in Petersfield. Great stuff John it's great to have you back gonna look
3: forward to our Sundays again having a catch up and putting the world to rights. But welcome back, and
6: enjoy your first full week back at work. Thank you very much, Joff. But I have thought to myself, I did quite enjoy that nude swimming, so you might see me stretched out on the heath on a towel. As Nick Ross used to say, please don't have nightmares. Cheers, John. Take care, mate. Bye. The
3: Peterson Post is out every Wednesday, and sadly now costs £1.20. Crikey. So
0: please get one with your weekly shop, or subscribe to the digital version. Petersfield's Shine Radio started broadcasting audio about local stories and news in 2019, but it was a twinkle in the eye of local journalist Dave Fowers much longer ago than that.
3: When Dave suggested the idea to Petersfield area locals BBC manager Stephen Martin and ITV journalist Richard Gatesford, it started to become a reality. We're joined now by Stephen Martin to find out what's next. Hello, Stephen, how are you?
1: Hi, Geoff. Hi, Claire. Good to be here.
0: Thanks for joining us, Stephen. No, it's great. So, Radio Training Day. We haven't had one of these for a while. Why is it important to have a Radio Training Day?
1: Well, this is the first one we've done in person for three years, for reasons we won't need to go into. But it is really important, I think, uh, because we are a creative team and you you get the best ideas when you bring people together in a creative environment plus as you mentioned earlier um, we have Paul Chandler here who's been training us on the law and broadcasting really fundamental stuff that we need to be reminded about and also the regulation that goes with radio as well you, know, you don't need to worry about that when you're listening to the radio but behind the scenes people are conscious of what the rules and the regulation are and how they protect listeners and communities
3: so yeah we've been three years now into the project two years since the launch of the live stream has it
1: exceeded your expectation well I've run lots of radio stations and lots of teams within radio stations over the years so that bit's quite easy to get my head around but what has been surprising for this project is what it means to work with a team of volunteers because um, no one here is uh, is paid, no one has to do this. Everyone you hear on Shine Radio is doing it because they believe in the project they want to provide a service for audiences locally and uh, and running a, a voluntary team being involved in a team of people who are running a voluntary project is you know brand new and uh, has been quite challenging for me personally, um, but it's also a lot of a lot of fun, but that's really down to the quality of the people that we've attracted into the project.
0: Yeah, you mentioned the team, and the team is growing. And there are some people who have been with the project from the very beginning and people who are coming in and new, particularly in the last year. Why do you think that is? What what attracts people to this project?
1: Well, I think you need to ask them, Claire, actually. (laughs) Um, But even today, um, we've got uh, new people who have just come along to join the team for the first time. uh, And we've got in the team people from all walks of life, all age ranges i think our youngest volunteer is 15 16 and i uh, wouldn't like to hazard a guess at how old alan cosh is <laughs> um but uh, we all look up to him and all ages in between And it is a project that is open to everyone. It's an open project. We'd love to get people from from all walks of local life involved in in it. And don't be put off by the fact that it's radio, even if you've never done radio before. If you're interested in people, if you're interested in the community and you enjoy listening to what what you hear at Shine Radio, then there's definitely a role for you at the radio station.
3: Because people don't have to worry about it being live. 99% of the stuff we do is pre-recorded and edited. So there needs to be no fear
1: well that's true and uh, thank goodness for that on some occasions <laughs> but but joff you know you don't just have to be on the microphone there's lots of really valuable jobs behind the scenes doing the fundraising working with local businesses to organize advertising campaigns so that shine radio can support them growing their business locally doing some of the music planning and the editing of audio m sefton smith is of course is the uh, producer and editor for this program and uh, and doesn't appear on the radio very often um but works in a fundamental role behind the scenes, making this show as good as it is.
3: And your dreams and aspirations for Shine Radio over the next... 12 months to two years.
1: Well, I think the most important thing about Shine Radio is it responds to the listeners. It's a community radio station. It's here to provide a service in the community. So we really want to hear from listeners. What do you want from the radio station? And we hear all kinds of things. Some listeners say um, they love it the way it is. Other listeners say, wish I could get it in the car and in the kitchen. And these are things that we can perhaps work on in the years ahead, make it even more accessible. Uh, But this is a great creative community. And the, the role of community radio is to reflect that community but also provide a service and it was brilliant just the other week wasn't it that the radio station was able to help drive so many people into the square for that public proclamation of the king it was only announced on the thursday night when we first got wind that the council wanted to run that and then by sunday night we got boy, I don't know, a couple of hundred people i think in the square for that event that that is a, a really good example of how community radio can add to the value of local life
0: And there are some exciting new voices on Shine Radio too, some younger voices. Can you explain a bit more about what that is?
1: Yeah, if you've been listening to Shine Radio over the last couple of weeks, you will have heard Shine Time. And I think Shine Radio is the only radio station in the world where the children do all the time checks. So you will hear the voices of children aged between 7 and 11 from Sheet Primary School and they're doing all the time checks on Shine Radio. M Sefton-Smith, who I mentioned earlier, M had the thankless task of creating 720 different recordings of these children, uh, giving out different times of the day. So we we can be absolutely certain that we broadcast the exact right one at the right time of the day so that the time checks on Shine Radio are super accurate. But what a great thing to hear local voices and young voices as well on the radio doing the time checks and the young kids they just love to be able to tell the time accurately and we should also say thank you to pickets and pursers from rams walk who helped us uh, pull that all together they helped to fund it and uh, and of course they sell clocks and watches so it all ties together beautifully Stephen, thank you very much for joining us and we'll speak to you very soon thank you
4: The P stands for Petersfield. Petersfield is special to me. The P-Pod.
3: Susie is in Wales this week on holiday for a wild walk.
4: Well, it's a very special wild walk this week because I'm actually recording it from West Wales. I'm down at the bottom of the garden near the fire pit, sitting amongst honeysuckle and the remains of Buddleia and so on. And that is the sound of silence. No traffic. We've just been for a swim. It's literally yards away from here. Rain has had the most wonderful time. Tomorrow we're going to do a really long walk in the Priselli Hills, um, looking at a Neolithic tomb. Every day we've done the most wonderful bits of the coastal path. Monday was, of course, extraordinary because it was the Queen's funeral. And so, if it's possible, it was even more silent. And I have to say there are many Welsh flags here and they are all at half-mast. So we've gone into Cardigan today and gone to Dewey James, really good butcher. Sorry, butcher. I've gone very Welsh Wales. Um, And I was talking to a guy in the car park above the lifeboat station and he was saying that just... St David's which was also splendid but you probably all know how lovely St David's is and the cathedral but I was chatting to him he's from Hereford West and I said oh my family from Pembroke Dock and not a single one of them back to great great grandparents have ever spoken Welsh and he said well no me neither and, um, and he was going proud of it little England beyond Wales it's really peculiar isn't it And yet when I applied for teaching jobs, I couldn't get it quite properly, I think, because I didn't speak any Welsh, which is a great shame for me. I I would really like to. But anyway, it was really funny because on a walk the other day, rain lunged at something I didn't like the look of. So I just went, as I as I do. I didn't even know it's Welsh. And a passing couple said, oh, she's Welsh. And I thought that was Lovely even though they were English, so, um, you know, fooled everybody. But I heartily recommend um, this part of Wales. It's spectacularly beautiful, and just that hour further gets you into a secluded wonderland, really, particularly this time of year. All the crowds have gone, and there are just some wild swimmers, though the water temperature is wonderful, in this tiny cove, and we feel really lucky so i hope you've had a a splendid week it's a very strange week i've also had concussion Um, as i think i meant you see i can't even remember if i mentioned it last time but i'm definitely mending this has helped tremendously here and we're home next week i'll leave you just with that evening bird song
0: Coming up, we meet Shine Radio's technical whiz and some of the volunteers. Before that, though, it's time to get a bit serious.
3: With radio being cited as the most trusted source of information above the television or newspaper, its imperative presenters have a clear understanding of what they can
2: and cannot say on air.
0: And keeping us in check is media law expert Paul Chandler. Hello, Paul.
2: Hello. It's nice to be with you.
0: Thanks for joining us.
2: That's my pleasure. I'm I'm loving being in the (laughs) petersphere. You've been here a couple of minutes and you've picked up the lingo already. Yeah, I have. It's great.
0: (laughs) Now you're here with us for the radio training day for Shine Radio. And you're an expert in media law. Why is it important to, to talk about media law for radio?
2: Well, it's really important that what we say on the radio is, uh, is accurate and fair and balanced and legal. And there are two bits to what I'm talking about. There's the law bit, which, as you quite rightly say, I'm a bit of an expert in. I don't know why. It's just I've been sued a few times, I think. Uh, But it's the so media law is one of the subjects. And the other subject is compliance, which is uh, what you have to do to make sure that you stay uh, within the remit of Ofcom, which is the regulator in the UK. And. How has the law changed over the years? Uh, The law is always a work in progress. It just develops over the years. Um, Media law is about uh, two things, mainly. It's about uh, libel, and it's about contempt of court. Libel is uh, about defamation, and that means defaming people. And the basis of libel law is that uh, everyone has a reputation. And uh, nobody can say anything which damages that reputation. Uh, Contempt of court ensures the the way that people have a right to a fair trial, so that the moment that they're arrested or the moment that they appear in court, uh, there are limits to what people can say until the trial has finished. Those are the two main media law things. Then, in terms of Ofcom and compliance, it's all about the language you can use on the radio and uh, whether or not you can use certain words and also the way that you run competitions and uh, some of the, the lyrics that are used in songs for example which can be quite offensive to some people so it's having a knowledge about both media law and compliance that's important that's why we're here today
3: and the increase in social media is obviously making it a a minefield for everyone
2: Absolutely. The way that social media has grown over the last uh, eight, nine years uh, really means that everyone is a broadcaster or a publisher now. And you can be sitting in Starbucks with your iPhone and uh, writing something. And the moment you press send, you've effectively broadcast or published what you've written. Um, You may be able to delete it from your iPhone but you can't necessarily delete it from Twitter's servers. And if you've said something that's uh, defamatory or in contempt of court, then solicitors can use IT experts to track that down and you can be held responsible for that. So it's important you know what you can and can't say, not only on air, but also online.
3: So those hiding behind a, an avatar and a fake name, it's not going to do them any favours in the long run?
2: Not really. If you can, Experts now can find out who you are and where you are. And in the session that we're doing today, I have a couple of examples where people have tried to hide their identity but have subsequently been found out and held to account.
0: Now, Joff and I have been involved in Shine Radio for about three years now, and we've seen you each year since the start of Shine Radio. Is it important to keep aware of compliance and the media law on a regular basis like we have been doing?
2: It is because things change and although a lot of what I'm going to be talking about today you might have heard before, uh, I do use some fresh examples and also uh, there are different things to the law which have changed in the last 12 months. One important thing uh, which is the rules relating to what you can say when the police are inquiring about a crime. Uh, You don't have to wait for someone to be arrested. Um, If you talk about someone uh, when they're being investigated for a crime you can be held to account for something that you say there and that could potentially be contempt of court and that's changed as a result of a supreme court hearing in april so that's that's new and that's uh, that's come out uh, since uh, i last spoke to you and that's a really important thing to know
3: and what are the the most common mistakes presenters make um
2: i think in terms of presenters its language and i think uh, a lot of presenters are unsure what words they can and can't use. But it's not just the presenter. It's if you've got a competition entrant on the phone or you've got an interviewee on the phone. You, as the presenter, are responsible for what they say. So if you know, you award a massive prize to a competition winner and they are so excited they happen to say the F word uh, live on air, um, then, uh, you know, you are responsible for that and you need to apologise and, and so on. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, the language is the most important thing.
0: Now, you've got a new book out, Paul. Congratulations. Thank Tell you.
2: Tell us a
0: bit about it, please.
2: Yes, it's just been published. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> it is commercial radio. Um, yes, it's called Essential Media Law and I've written several books in the past but they've all been on different aspects of the law Uh, this brings everything together in one book so it covers uh, radio, it covers podcasts and it covers social media and I've written separate books on all of those but this one brings everything together and I was lucky enough to persuade um, Hugh Edwards who's the BBC's uh, veteran news presenter to write the foreword to that and he very kindly agreed and uh, so uh, we managed to publicise the book just before the death of Her Majesty I hope people will find it really useful because, as I say, this stuff is pretty important.
3: And to finish, please give us one big tip that we could all take away from this.
2: I think if you're in any doubt about anything that feels uncomfortable to you, for example, if you're talking to a guest and they say something which you're not quite sure about, if you're reading something of... Uh, the internet or out of a newspaper that you don't feel comfortable with if you're talking to a caller and it doesn't feel right i think the main thing is always trust your instinct Uh, and uh, the phrase i use is if in doubt leave out paul thank you very much for joining us. my pleasure
0: The Peapod Events Guide. What's on in the Petersphere? It's the Great Big Green Week this week, a nationwide celebration of action on climate change. And the Petersfield Climate Action Network is hosting a variety of local events. More information can be found on their website, petersfieldcan.org.
3: The Wyndham players are thrilled to bring Oliver Twist to the stage at the Festival Hall from the 13th to the 15th of October. Tickets are on sale now, online, or in person from the Festival Hall and One Tree Books.
0: There will be a car boot sale on the Avenue playing fields on Saturday the 1st of October. This event is run by the Petersfield Town Council, supported by PCAN, and takes place from 8am until 12 noon as part of the Great Big Green Week.
3: Tickets are now available to purchase for the Edward Thomas Literary Festival. This inspirational four-day event from the 6th until the 9th of October includes talks, readings, music, plays, discussion and debate. For more information and to book tickets, go to the Peaceful Museum's website.
0: And if you'd rather stay in, there's always your local radio station, Shine Radio, to listen to. Available 24 hours a day, seven days a week.
3: Have you discovered the local showcase? Presented by Mandy P., Every Thursday evening from 9pm, Mandy highlights some of the local bands and musicians with interviews and original music. The Local Showcase is also available as a podcast.
0: To listen to the Local Showcase and other programmes, go to shineradio.uk, bringing you a brighter mix of great music, local news and information. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk. Integral to the smooth running of Shine Radio is a most talented young radio programmer and presenter. Harrison R.B. has been involved in the radio world for a while.
3: Supporting the Shine team with presentation and technical training, as well as overseeing the station's music library, play-out and remote voice tracking systems, we're very lucky to have
7: him in our team. Hello Harrison, how are you? Hello guys, and hello to everyone here as well. It's great to be here in person. Uh, You know, in in person in front of an audience. Uh, You know, of course you always record in person, but having an audience is something a bit different, isn't it?
0: It is, Harrison. It's nice actually because you get the feedback and hopefully it's positive.
7: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, so far, definitely. (laughs) It's good to see you. Oh, it's lovely to be here. Thank you so much for having me. With regards to the technical side of things, how much time each day do you spend on it? It depends on the day uh, and the circumstances. I sort of allocate some time each day um, to do certain tasks. And there are some things that um, regularly happen each day of the week. So on a Monday, I'll do this. And on a Tuesday, I'll do that. And and various things will happen on certain days. Sometimes things come in that are one off. um, But generally speaking, I do work on it every day. um, And that's because I enjoy it so much. And I'm so lucky to be part of such a, a lovely, vibrant team of volunteers in petersfield so yeah and i think we all do what we can but from my perspective do a bit each day um sometimes if i have a little bit less time i'll do little but often and that's a nice way for me to sort of unwind in a way even if it's quite a full-on task uh, i find it very therapeutic almost so
0: now i've always been really impressed with your technical knowledge of the radio how old were you when you first got involved with radio
7: um indirectly i guess my first time in a studio was probably when i wasn't even one years old because, you know, there's that thing. I mean, it was probably my mum, to be fair, brought me into my dad who's had worked in commercial radio since 1987. Um, my mum probably brought me into the building as, you know, when you're in any workplace and someone brings the baby in and it attracts a lot of attention. Uh, um, maybe me for the wrong reasons. Um, but, um, you know, so it was probably, yes, it probably I wasn't even one years old. But I remember sort of when I was two or three, when I sort of were able to have sort of my first vivid memories i just remember being in awe of what i was surrounded by and it was quite clear to me from that age that this is something that i wanted to learn more about and as i met more people in the industry in the in that work environment it was a um radio stations that you may be familiar with if you've been in these par- in these parts of the world for a long time ocean fm and power fm based in southampton and and uh, at the time and being surrounded by you know the talent producers and the journalists and just everything that made those radio stations work particularly cuz it was local radio so this I have a particular connection with because I've always sort of been around local radio stations and they can do something really unique in connecting communities and understanding the community in a way that a national radio station based somewhere else couldn't so that's um that's very special yeah
3: Now we listed in your intro
7: the wide variety of jobs that you do
3: can you explain to us a little bit further what that actually means because it went over my head
7: okay i saw obviously the music library people often think that a computer picks all the music on a radio station and that it's you know in the way if you've got your spotify or apple music or any other streaming service where you pick something at random and just choose an algorithm chooses music that you might like um but it's very different in radio it's a very um carefully crafted selection of music because you have to make sure that all the songs complement each other so you've got the songs that we all know and love the most popular songs of course you get a wide variety of music on shine radio but you know there are those songs that you hear and you just think can't get enough of that one there's those and then there are others that are new some new music we like to introduce some new songs on the on the shine radio playlist but they're songs that are sort of well suited to the songs that we all know and love And then there are also some surprises as well, songs that you might not have heard for a long time. You know that moment when you're listening to the radio and a song comes on that you maybe haven't heard for, I don't know, 20, 30 years, or even just a few years and you haven't heard it, and it's just a really nice surprise. And I think surprise is something that radio can do really well. So, yes, that's, you know, overseeing the music library, but also uh, working with the presenters on their shows chatting to some of the presenters on their shows they like to have a chat with me for some reason reasons we I cannot understand but uh, Mm -hmm. I'm there you may have heard me on on other shows and uh, yes and and also working with the presenters on um, technique and connecting with the audience and uh, also as you alluded to Joff the technical aspect of it as well using the uh, technology that we use to make what comes out of your speakers or your headphones happen most of the volunteers that have joined us have never used the technology before new volunteers come in. They're sort of alarmed by what they think is required or the new or the amount of technology that is required. Um and it's been amazing to see how far people have come since they've joined Shine Radio and developed their skills. Um and actually the most rewarding thing that I do with Shine Radio is that is helping other members of the team develop their craft, whether it's behind the scenes or on air.
0: And what advice to wrap up what advice would you give someone who's listening to this now who's a little bit nervous about maybe getting involved but would like to get involved with shine radio what would you say
7: i would say it's more straightforward than you think um you've just got to be yourself you know if you're going to be on the radio you've just got to be yourself uh people will connect with you as a person that's the really intimate thing about radio is that it's that one-to-one connection with the listener um and they get to know i mean you guys for example have been doing the peapod now i think it's three years isn't it um and over that time the relationship that you have developed with your listener because they will have got to know you know you're chatting at the beginning about how your week's been uh you know the things that you've seen in and around town and that is really powerful that ability to connect so that is something i would say i would say go for it um you know if you're a nice person which i know you are because you're listening to this um If you uh, have a passion for local life, you know, it's not all about a passion for radio. You might have a passion for giving something back to the community, but you don't know what that is that you could give back. And this is one of those things, public service broadcasting, something that you can do. And as I say, I think it it is much more straightforward than you think. And you will get the support of those who have uh, professional media experience, but also your fellow volunteers who once were in exactly the same position as you are now, if it's totally new to you. Brilliant. Wise words, Harrison. Thanks, Thank Harrison. you for joining us. Thank you. No, it's been a pleasure.
4: The P stands for Petersfield. I can't
8: believe that we live in such an idyllic place. The pod.
3: We're taking a break. We're taking a break, aren't we're we, here, Claire? Aren't we? And we're catching up with a number of
0: volunteers who've come along today. Who have we got here? Noni Needs and Amy. Hello, you two. So, both volunteers at Shine Radio. What made you want to join up?
4: Well, during the summer holidays around a year ago, I was looking for something to do while I was late away on holiday. Since I didn't have much to do, and I saw online that Shine Radio was looking for volunteers, so I thought I would give it a go.
0: And you're one of the youngest volunteers. Yeah. How old are you? Fifteen. And how have you found it so far?
4: It's been really good. I've had lots of support with everything and it's just very supportive and welcoming.
0: What do you do? What do you do for Shine Radio? I
4: do the what's on and occasional interviews with people.
5: Yeah, Amy actually does the what's on for me on, on a Thursday
3: night for the news. Yeah. So awesome. we've heard the dulcet tones of Noni said. Noni, now how long have you been a volunteer now?
5: For about as long as you have, five (laughs) minutes before you, Mr Lacey.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You beat me to the first meeting by five minutes, yes.
5: So, what do you do, Naomi then? I do news reading, editing, interviewing. I have a Friday morning breakfast show, which I love. It's my fantasy breakfast show. Competition isn't very stiff. Chris Evans and Zoe Ball, I'd like not to think about that. And I used to have a Saturday DJ show and the competition was Claudia Winkleman. So, you know, I was really always going to be a winner. That's not
3: stiff at all, is it?
5: Not stiff, no.
0: But you also have your own podcast for your recipes. Oh,
5: yes. Recipe this week, Shine Radio Recipe. So if anybody wants to talk food, not just just recipes, just the foodie inspirations, don't forget you can get in touch and we always would love to hear from you.
0: Now, being one of the longest volunteers, should we say, not oldest, how have you developed over the last three years with your presenting technique and interviewing technique, things like that?
5: I would say I was very bad to start with, very keen, very keen, and you always think you're better than you are, but you know, I have learnt so much, there's excellent training, uh, we learn from each other I love working with everybody on the team whether it's going, doing news recipe whether it's being a guest on the Peapod whether it's talking to Amy you're always sharing information There's, you, know, you have the uh, capability of mentoring other people passing on the knowledge that you've learned just in terms of how to use your vo- voice um, what not to do what not to say what to think about when you're doing this stuff what to think about when you're interviewing people and then all the time technical stuff i've learned so you know i couldn't i could not edit i could not interview necessarily or i thought i could but you know you actually want to hear what the interviewee has to say not what the interviewer has to say so you do have to listen as
3: well listening really important noni and amy have left us who joins us now
8: it is me joe gray the roving reporter <laughs> And it's me, Shimmy Olsen, who's brand new to the whole game. Right, Shimmy, what brings
3: you along to this Development Day?
8: Uh, well, it's a matter of good luck, actually. I did an interview with Kieran the other day about businesses and the, and the bank holiday. Um, and he said, oh, come and become a volunteer. And then suddenly this came up as a training day. I thought, obviously the universe wants me to do this. Um, and I did, because I have wanted to be a volunteer for a while. And it just seemed to all come together at the right time. Oh,
0: that's brilliant. So how have you found the day?
8: It's been brilliant. Uh, I, I like the mix that you've done. I hadn't realised the degree of compliance and regulation that we have to follow and the fact that that's one of the reasons we've won awards here at Shine, because we've actually followed that through. And, and the calibre of people also has been really very clear today, both in the lectures and in, in the people in the team around us.
3: Now, Joe, you're classed as a roving reporter.
8: <laughs> I think I class
4: myself
0: oh, as yeah. that.
3: <laughs> a self-titled roving <laughs> reporter. <laughs> but you are.
8: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, I am, yeah. You've joined Shine Radio in this last year and you've yeah. just jumped in with both feet haven't you have you found it i
8: have i you know i it literally keeps me going i absolutely love it there's always someone there to help but the the joy for me is the people that i've managed to meet since doing this um highlight has to be the jubilee we we all got together and we all covered absolutely masses that week and then more recently a touching Day for me was going up to Diction Park School and I had a really, really um, in-depth conversation with four of the um, teenagers there and it was really enlightening. It's the whole mix. Yeah, I just love it. Brilliant. Now, Sumi,
0: this is your first day. It is what would you like to try here what, what interests you is it is it
8: presenting is it behind the scenes well I think today and I think like Joe was saying I think one thing that really does strike is the, t- the camaraderie and the support that's really striking from what you're saying absolutely I've only been here a few hours with the whole team um, so it's given me confidence to think about different things perhaps getting involved with some of the fundraising sometimes getting involved with the technical stuff but actually um, I have an old-fashioned very old-fashioned idea and we talked about the integrity and the honesty and the the trust that people have in radio and i come from that background of and bbc um, going out there and reporting and connecting and one of the things that's really clear about the community radio is that it's about connecting it's about creativity um, and it's about bringing the community together and i'm hoping that with the subjects that i'm interested in both professionally and as a sort of a personal hobby sort of thing i can put together content that i hope will be relevant and interesting to my fellow community members
3: brilliant thank you Sounds both great. for joining us thank, thank you very
8: much
3: our last two volunteers to join us this afternoon is, you've heard her name mentioned many times, M. Sefton Smith, and Saturday morning presenter, Mr. Dave Williams. Welcome to you both. Hi. M, tell us what you actually do.
4: I take your files and I make you sound normal. <laughs>
3: <laughs> how long does that take?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say. The brave girl. <laughs> no, it's brave good brave. fun. It's good fun. And you're, you're really not that hard to edit.
3: And what attracted you to Peaceful Shine Radio?
4: I've always loved radio, um, but I never realised quite how important it was to me until I did my dissertation at uni. Um, I did a music degree, but my dissertation was the use of music in audio dramas, starting in the golden age of radio, going right the way through to present day. Um, really interesting, if you ever want to talk about it. Um, and I was sat there in COVID, locked in a room at uni, going, I'm doing a music degree, but actually I want to go and work in radio. So that's why I'm here, getting the experience.
3: And I've got to say, you do a fantastic job, not just for the Peapod, but for... <laughs> Lots of things within Shine Radio.
5: I try my best, thank you.
3: Now, Dave... Yes, John. You, you, you've been a volunteer for, for a while now, haven't you? Yeah, it
9: seems like it, doesn't it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and what's attracted you to Shine Radio, or the medium of radio?
9: Well, um, I retired from my professional career in 2018, and doing anything like this was never on my radar. However, we had a lockdown, and I got used to hearing Claire and Noni and Susie doing the morning report and that was a really really valuable local information resource and so I thought well I'll try and chip in I don't know if you remember but I figured out how to get Alexa to uh, tune in to shine and it was broadcast and I thought well that's very nice and then a couple of months later I get a call from Steve to say would you like to be part of our 24-hour Streaming radio service, shine radios. So I thought oh, okay, yeah, all right. I'll probably do something in the background and the next thing I've got a three-hour show on a Saturday and a three-hour show on a Sunday. So um, I pitched in for that for a year and I took a little step back because it was taking quite a bite out of my time but you know this is a horse that I actually enjoy riding it turns out. So now I'm hosting the weekend warm-up every Saturday
0: morning,
3: 8 till 10am.
0: It's good to have you back, Dave, and you've got a great voice as well. <laughs> Thank you very much.
3: Dave, M, thanks for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your day. I will. Thank you very much, guys. Well done. And so we come to the end of this week's Peapod. Thank you for joining us.
0: Thanks also to our guests, Stephen Martin, Paul Chantler, Harrison Rb, all the volunteers, John Walker and Susie Wild, as well as to our editor, M. Sefton-Smith.
3: This week's music comes from Berriton-based country rock singer-songwriter Paul Jupe and his track Looking Back.
0: So from Joff and I and everyone here this week
2: Bye. Bye!
1: Just the other day Me and my friends We got to talking Talking about the
6: good times And how Load up a truck And head our way out to a shore Hitching the ride When the damn thing didn't go Looking back When I
5: was so much younger Thinking
4: about those summer days
1: Sometimes we sit out in the backyard, just soaking up those summer rays.
6: Nothing to do but laugh and joke the time away. Lord, I would miss.
0: It's 29 minutes to 3. Shine Time, only from Petersfield's Shine Radio.